daddy, I write you in spite of years of silence. What time is it? It is currently 11.02. We're two minutes over our time. Okay, let's get started. Yeah, it's good. It's good news about next morning. I think it's time for yeah. Well, hold on. Do we have to? I think we have to go on the. We have to go on the radio first. We have to go on the air. Just kidding. We've been on the air the whole time. The whole we've, time. We've been meta gaming, you guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You've been getting meta tonight. Wow, you had me confused for a second. No, I got to keep you on your toes, obviously. But we're here. We're ready. Yep. Always just had to get a little get a little trick. Keep your keep your mind sharp on this. Dare I say, sleepy. Tuesday night, a little yeah, tired maybe. I'm a little tired for sure. I'm a little tired as well, but I think that I just have the mindset that this is something that I, I get to do, something that I love doing, and that just gives me the energy to keep going. Wish I could say the thing, same, say the same thing about my, my German, my German, German class. class. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, your little German man. My little you know? German man that I do. I don't. <laughs> me and Olaf. He doesn't keep you going? No, not at all. Olaf, he wakes me up. He's like, Ryan, you are a failure. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan, you are a failure. Ryan, we, we won the World Cup. We won the FIBA <laughs> Basketball Men's World Cup. We won the World Cup. We beat the Max US. Schroeder, Max Schroeder. We beat the USA. This USA, you and Kate Cunningham. USA. USA. Kate Cunningham didn't even play Jalen Durden. Durden. You are weak. Paulo pa- Bank. I don't even. I can't even Gara. do. I can't even you, do. You a, I can't even do a German. You answer. are nothing. See, Olaf gives me no energy. So my little German man does not give me love and and gratitude, but this does. Yeah, this brings me lots of joy. So we're ready. Yeah, I'm fucking. I'm fucking ready to go. It's oh. been a and it's been a crazy yes. week. Rightfully amped, I'd say. Uh, the second highest scoring game of all time. Ooh, and some scoregami as well. And some scoregami was that was seventy twenty. That's scoregami. The yeah, chart doesn't even make sense. The chart doesn't even go past seventy three. That's because it's never been more than 73. exactly. Technically, there's seventy two is is the most ever. I'm pretty sure it's seventy three, but I, I, I think I'm, I th- yeah. Because they 70, kicked a field goal, would have been would have been a record. You're yeah. right, but yeah, you gotta try and do it again. You gotta try to do it again. I think it's very possible for the Dolphins, probably. <laughs> Maybe that offense just looks ridiculous. It kind of reminded me, like in a little league game. I used to play little league baseball, uh, and I was on the C team. So there's the A team and so the B team. So when the A team plays like the D team, yeah, it was like that. So we played just like the shittiest teams in the Lake County area. Yeah. Um, and I love, I love that shit. Watching the Broncos and Miami game. Like, right like at, I was watching like a D one team play like a D three team, or like an NFL, like a the worst NFL team play a D one team. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. It yeah. was just so funny. But anyways, it reminded me of when our team would go down by like twenty runs and we just give up. <laughs> just, give just give. Like Pat Sertain was showing no effort on any play. They're just running it up. It's just like, like why, why are you still out there at that point? That's a great question, but there is a there is kind of a, a funny moral to the story. It's that once we we went to Cooperstown, uh, which is where all the really good teams and some of the best teams in America come to play. I don't know how we got invited, but we had the privilege of going to Cooperstown and playing in the tournament, and we played some really great competition. We got our asses whooped, but we came back and we were really good because we practiced really hard, and we went through the gauntlet, we went through the ringer, and we knew how to get better from. Seeing so much good competition, so so Broncos. What I'm <laughs> take, saying is, take notes. 
now Broncos are going back to playing really shitty teams in the C League, like the Chicago Bears. Yeah. And Jesus. I think that they're going to whoop their <laughs> I think that they should whoop their asses. Which I hope is going to happen because I have Javonta Williams. So, yeah. Ready to go. Obviously, the biggest news was the, the 70 point game. Uh, just insane. Doesn't really sound real. No, not at all. And we were watching it happen on on red zone it was right? unfolding in my own two yeah. it would just be like every they just play. like they'd be playing the other games and then they just like cut. cut to it and it'd be like a touchdown and then they'd go back and then they'd cut back and it's like devon wait, wait they had another touchdown i know Tua a vailoa threw as many right-handed touchdown passes as patrick mahomes threw and Tua a vailoa is left-handed so i saw his little shovel pass to devon a chain and then you saw the other shovel pass to devon a chain yeah, no, the first one, though, was, in, like, Tua, like, sold it. I oh, was like, yeah. I was like, how did he get that so on the money? Like, he was not looking in that direction at all. He just gave him the old, he gave him the old, here, take this. Yeah. Nah, Tua looks so good. Yeah. I'm Tua glad, though. Like, it really, I was, we were really, I was concerned about him. I don't know about you, but I was concerned about him and his head injury. Yeah. You don't seem like a well, concussion I don't sympathetic. think anyone had, I don't think anyone had uh, questions about his talent. Uh, no, not year. no, not at all. It I wasn't, wasn't about that. It was about. I his wasn't health. concerned. Yeah, I was worried that he maybe wouldn't be back in full form. Right. Something along but those he just lines. Looks, he looks magnificent. Yeah. He looks magnificent. He looks good. And they I mean, didn't have Jalen Waddle in that game. They're also a very fair point. So they can get it done on the ground. They can get it done through the air. What and sometimes they, they Jalen Waddle eighty points. <laughs> no, no, I think they would have been exactly the same. Honestly, seventy three. Maybe seventy three. You know what? Just for sake of argument, I'll call it seventy three. Yeah, but they we had have scored seventy. It was it was a great week, I'd say. Yeah. Back to fantasy form. Some of the high scores are back to their regular, regular full form. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just uh, I won. And some 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 guys dipped too. Some guys dipped too. Some yeah. of the overperformers perhaps won Puka Nakua. Maybe Puka even Nakua dipped. dipped definitely. The whole Rams like team dipped, so I don't. I wouldn't say it was Puka. Yeah, necessarily. They got a good flouncing Monday night. Yeah, I'd say kind of brought everything just back kind down of to a earth. Grindy, like gross match. <laughs> and you like two years ago? I mean, it was like the Super Bowl rematch, right? Like, yeah, it was like a fun Super Bowl. I that thought. was that was one of the best Super Bowls in recent Watching memory. Watching them like I'd this say. was yeah. like. My, how the mighty have fallen. How the mighty have fallen. Yeah. One and I two. Didn't, I didn't, that wasn't even my head. I was, I think they're, it's just so far away from this point. Like, there's just so much yeah. in so terms much of the Chiefs. There's so much story in the, so much Chiefs, dude. Chiefs uh, overload. So much Taylor Swift. Taylor, uh. That's like, that like almost overshadowed 70 points from the Dolphins. Almost. And I don't understand why. Almost. Oh, come on, Finn. You can understand why. Taylor Swift was at a football game? Yeah. And she's dating t- uh, Jason Travis Kelsey. Okay. Yeah, dude. It's a big deal. Taylor Swift, that's her first boyfriend since her longtime hubby of six years since they broke up. This is she's back in the game. And dude, he like, joins he joins a very esteemed Alyssa list of men. John Mayer, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I wouldn't draft either of them. I would <laughs> Yeah, is Jake Gyllenhaal going to be the all-time leading tight end receiver <laughs> for the Chiefs? For the Chiefs, then just no. period, I'm pretty sure. Uh yeah, period? I don't think so. I think Travis Kelsey has the most receiving yards out of any tight end. Yeah, I think but like hands down in the modern era at least. Not Tony Gonzalez? I don't maybe. I think I just kind of I'm pretty sure. It doesn't matter cuz Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal can't catch a pass. 
Sure. But he can date an 18-year-old Taylor Swift, which actually happened all too well. You ever seen that video? So more news on football. <laughs> um, the Chiefs destroyed the Bears, just dismantled them. Yes, they did. Not related to Taylor Swift. Not at all. Mo- more related to the Bears. More related say. to Justin Fields. More related to the city, which of we Chicago will, which we will get teams. to our our Justin Fields uh, bust meter and is we were looking right. good. Yeah, we were right. Yeah, well, you were right. I said week A. I had a Did little you? more hope. Yeah, no, but I, I, I said week. You're three, like this I, week is when things are gonna start because I, I said the Chiefs are gonna be good. Yeah. on defense. And yeah, they're gonna embarrass them. Yeah, and I was right. Wow, that Look was the you. first prediction I've gotten right this <laughs> season. <laughs> We are so bad. We are so bad. We are so bad. Why do you guys listen to us? Why do you guys live because of our funny banter and our childlike wonder? Because we make this fantasy game. football fun. Yeah, we don't make it as nearly depressing as it needs to be. You know. Yeah. I was down bad when I woke up and I saw. Can we get a wee woo wee woo injury alert? Oh, a hundred percent. I woke up and I was down bad. First thing I saw wee-woo, Monday wee-woo. morning. We've got an injury alert. You almost gotta hope it's a cramp. It was, it was Mike Evans. Mike Evans with a. Torn ACL out for the entire season right when he was starting to be good and giving me some hope. Well, he gave you a good a good game. He gave me out. a good game and he went out he went out blazing. And you know what they say? The dark the it's always darkest before the dawn. And I know that Cooper Cup sitting on my bench is ready to come back next week. And so we won this week. We're gonna tough out another Is he ready to come back next week? He will be. I think he will. In my in my in professional five. in my professional fantasy opinion and in my limited medicine sports medicine field, I think that Cooper Cup will be coming back week five. I'm planning on it at least. We've heard like surprisingly little about him. I know, right? Which is the You'd only thing more. that concerns me a little bit. I think that hearing nothing is way. It's always a more more of a concern. I also than, don't trust what Sean McVay says. Really? No, I trust that man with my life. He said he says so many things, especially about Cam Akers. He's like, he just lied like thirty times. Well, about Cam Akers. we still don't know anything about Cam Akers, but oh, actually, this no, is no, not, not this even is about not helping my argument. Not even, at all. not even about Cam Akers, about the Rams like situation with Cam, Cam Akers. Akers. Yeah, like he just he just lies. He's like Pete Carroll. It's like an NFC West thing. Yeah, see, you know, I would trust Sean McVay to plan my wedding, but I wouldn't trust him to like tell me the truth. <laughs> there we go. Shit. There we go. Get your sh- get your shit straight, Sean. Exactly. Uh, we'll dive into the recap because we got a lot. We got a lot going. We got some high flying, high flying fantasy action. Highfalutin. Highfalutins. High high rootin and tootin. High scoring players. Lots of injuries. Some questions answered, and some questions born. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to talk about. I'd say Denver Broncos game, obviously the big highlight. Devon uh, A Chain. Devon A Chain. He's probably here. the biggest takeaway. The fantasy flashbang, as we say, we're yeah. trying to upload some sound effects. I don't think we have the flashbang. No, I can maybe like big blood, big blood, big <laughs> blunder. A triple big, a triple big blunder for it's the like fantasy flash. A triple big blunder for yeah. the fantasy flashbang. A big, big, big. I promised, I promised four new sound effects, and we had them all ready to go. But we are having some technical difficulties, so you're gonna love them. You're gonna love them once we load them up. We spent a lot of time we actually. Um, it's okay though; they're ready to go. We're not stressing. We put them through a microwave. We <laughs> there is a <laughs> there is a microwave. Yep. Um. Anyways, Lions and Seahawks. They both won. They did. You Good know, can't both. be mad about that. Can't be mad about that. Seahawks. Long- Kept it a little close for the first half. Yeah, that was um, a it was a good game though. But they they did pull away at the end, um, like 
the better team should do. Kenneth Walker, um, huge game. Kenneth Walker, He's RB four coming out part. RB three. Do you think on the we season. do you think we were surprised by this, or do you no. think this was expected? No, no. he's okay. he's. I mean, we always knew that he was talented. Yeah, and he's <laughs> in a good situation. The offensive line is better, playing better. I just think that, and it's Carolina's not like. Carolina's a sneaky good defense. They've got a good run defense. Not, they're I'll not say. an amazing defense. No. And Kenneth Walker is talented enough that yeah. if you give him an inch, he'll take a yard. I think if if Kenneth Walker is able to put up some good numbers against competent, I'll give Carolina the competent seal. Competent defenses. I think that's a great sign. Yeah. So yeah. Lions, on the other hand, dismantled the Atlanta Falcons. Yep. Which I was really proud about. Which not is, because they I were. I think the Atlanta Falcons had like a phony two and zero. To be honest. In a, in a way, yeah. I I think that their coaching was good enough, but I think that they just got outcoached in this game. I just don't think they're set up to win against like the, the Lions. You don't think or so? Other, or teams like that. Well, how do you how do you beat the Lions? I just think that the way the Falcons are built, they want to like keep it close and they want to burn the clock yeah. and just run it down your throat. And if a team can just start can just like put up 14 points on you really quickly, then mm-hmm. they they they're gonna lose that game. Yeah, I think I could see the I could see they the Falcons. Recover from that. The Falcons can beat the Saints, but they can't beat the Lions because I yeah. think that they can. I think I think they wouldn't be able to. I think they would not be able to beat the Vikings, even though the Vikings. Aren't. I think the Vikings would. I think just the high flying offenses just would not. I think those defensive stalwart teams that are a little bit more. Yeah. You know, gamey clock management. Yeah. I think the Lions were able to appropriately apply, apply pressure when yeah. needed. I just think they, they aren't of, equipped to work from behind. Not at all. A lot of cornerback blitzes, a lot of Desmond Ritter pressures. Just Desmond Ritter is just not <laughs> a starting NFL quarterback. Not going to. And that's probably part of why they run so much, because they're so afraid of him throwing the ball. Yeah. Because he just, th- like... Drake London and Kyle Pitts can be open, and he just misses. We'll them. miss them, which he, he did multiple them. times. Yeah, in the game, and they're they are big receivers. Like, oh yeah, they are no, bigger than the average. <laughs> they're they tall, have, and they have a huge catch radius, and he misses them. Which is it goes without saying, but yeah, I think the big takeaway here is that the Saints, and the Falcons, and the Cowboys, all the undefeated NFC teams lost this week. Eagles are still undefeated. Eagles are still undefeated, and Niners are the only ones undefeated as well in the NFC, yeah. looking to stay undefeated. Coming to this week, Niners, I believe, are playing the Cardinals, and then the yeah. Eagles Niners are probably going to stay undefeated. Yeah, Eagles. Um, I don't know who they're playing. I'll have to just triple check. But Eagles are still really good. Eagles are still really good. DeAndre Swift had a great game God, Monday yeah. night. Uh, poor performance by Devonta Smith, but overshadowed by AJ Brown, who was huge game finally getting his lion's share. Yeah. I'd say. You know, it's gonna seesaw. That's kind of the way it works. They're both very talented. Oh yeah, in their own respect, in, in their, their own, own regards, in their own know? ways. Yeah. Like, and that's it's just how it is. And you're gonna be okay with it because when they go big, they go big. Yeah. Um, Dallas Goddard, consistent, solid floor, six targets a game. I'd you know, say so. Yeah. Fifty or so yards. I, I would like to see him get. I expect him to get involved just a little bit more, especially He'll get in the a red zone. Or two, yeah, here sure. or there. But um, mm. but solid. Especially considering like the tight end landscape, landscape in general, it's yeah. just kind of like gross. Yeah, and I hate participating in it. <laughs> I don't like tight ends. I don't like them. Uh, I don't want to be near them. 
Yep. And all the good ones are just bona fide wide receivers. So basically, uh, other duds from Josh Jacobs again, Jameer Gibbs again, Devonta Smith and Rahid Shashid. A lot of Rashid Shahid. <laughs> I'm just gonna find new ways to mispronounce his name. And a lot of the usual suspects, of course, kind of fell short. Drake London. Drake London, of course. Looking forward into this week. In terms of injury, we got Jalen Wallace still in concussion protocol. He mm-hmm. hopes to come back. Nick Chubb still does not have <laughs> an Achilles. Nick Ch- uh, everything, everything. And name any ligament <laughs> or bone. Yeah. So uh, it's gone. Don't wait for him. Don't wait. Uh, drop him. Get rid of him. Get um, rid of Mike Williams. <laughs> and time to move forward. Derek Carr, also now day-to-day with a AC joint and Saquon still questionable after a high ankle mm-hmm. sprain. Coach Dable said he's moving forward. But Matt Breida still has a projected 11 points. So Another huge thing uh, that we should bring up is Derrick Henry was outsnapped by Tajay Spears. Was he? Derrick Henry saw 48% of the snaps. I remember offense. someone making a funny little joke last week about Tajay Spears getting some sort of a start. And what did, Finn, what did you do? So I didn't start him, but Tajay Spears... <laughs> In my defense, Tajay Spears didn't have a good game for fantasy. <laughs> but uh, we were right about one thing, which is that, I mean, Tennessee sucks. Tennessee does suck. I'm, I'm just shocked at how you what, – what did, how did you know? How did you get that right? Well, Derrick Henry isn't young. Uh, Tennessee sucks. Their line isn't as good as it was. No. Um, and Derrick Henry is getting old, and he was injured the past couple of years. And that he was. When a, when a running back uh, – Starts to like fade away. They aren't like wide receivers where they go softly. They just they go hard. They go hard. They and usually it's a season. And they go then hard they're, and then fast. they're out of the league. Yeah, and get so, the old Todd Gurley. And so, I'm not saying that is Derrick Henry this season, um, but Tajay <laughs> Spears is young and he's talented, and he just outsnapped Derrick Henry, who was healthy in week three. He did have turf toe or something like that, so that might play a part into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, Derrick Henry, um, he, he could be a buy low if you think that this is like a one-time thing because yeah. he, had, he had the injury. You hope it's a one-time thing, but I think that his age and his injury and his turf toes, again, just... And just like the trajectory of the Titans. Yeah. There's not going to be very many touchdowns for him to score. There's nothing being very positive. Just no. the whole offense is kind of in purgatory. The only player that I'd be starting maybe on a week-to-week basis, aside from a healthy... Uh, Derrick Henry is probably DeAndre Hopkins in a flex spot, but even yeah. then, it's a little concerning. Yeah. Looking forward to next week, Thursday night, Lions and Packers. I expect that the Lions to win. We're looking at a 45-point cover. I would bet the under on that, just in terms of gambling, if you are a gambler. Uh, I can see that. If I was a betting man, I think that this strong like defensive. The if I'm a, if I'm looking at the strong defensive showing by Detroit, I think that they're going to want to keep this game dominated on both sides, just keeping the offense on the field as long as possible. Well, I think also just in division, like in like the NFC North, like I feel like in division matchups, as long as it's not the Bears, are always going to be kind of cutthroat. Kind of cutthroat, and I think that Jordan Love. It's now playing a team that that knows him and his team a lot better than the teams that he's been playing against. You know, not because I think that the, the Lions well, they don't know him yet. 
They've been, but the Lions are playing. He's still in the Lafleur system, and the the Lions right. and the but and the Pat and the Vikings both know he, this is his first game starting against the Lions. Yeah, so we, I think the, if I'm looking at the Lions team, I think that they are knowing what kind of positions that they want to put him into. It's all about execution, you know. Right. So I expect Jordan. Which is Love what to you be, said about the Seahawks game. I know, but they weren't able to execute. But I think that the Lions are a tier above. The Packers. Meanwhile, the Seahawks I, and the Lions are kind of a little bit more blurred. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I think me. that the Packers have played up above expectation. Yeah, I would say going into this year, mm-hmm. uh, Aaron Jones is coming back. That's something to monitor because he is very important. He's still talented. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, AJ Dillon is not really the answer there. No, uh, he kind of failed the eye test last really week. Did. I'd say kind really of really did. disappointing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and so like, I think it'll be a fun game. I think it would be a. Gr- I think I'm really looking forward to it. Is David Montgomery coming back? I think he's slated to play. Okay, he is slated good. to play. That'll be really great. Jameer Gibbs owners. Watch out for Rashawn Gary. Watch out for Rashawn Gary. He just had a big game, three sacks, I believe. Yeah, could be in line for another. Look out for Aiden Hutchinson, though. It's true. Or Brian Branch. We're seeing here. Um, Atlanta Jacksonville, 7:30 a.m. It's the Toy Story game. So kids, get ready. Wake up, get your cartoons and bowl of cereal ready. We got a Toy Story game, seven thirty in London. What do you think? The Jacksonville, Jacksonville moving to London? Do you believe that conspiracy theory? No, I kind of, I kind of do. It'd Jacksonville be, and London. I feel like we've had this decision. Yeah, you know, like the whole. It's just gonna be the they're London just, Jaguars. They're not gonna move there. Yeah, they would. I no. think they. In, in a, I can see in the next ten years. How them are they moving. gonna? That's such a, like flying to the west coast from London is ridiculous. Who knows? That's such a like, like huge disadvantage swing. Like it, like I, I've flown because I'm from London. Right. Like I was born there. Right. Like I've flown from Seattle to London like five, six times. Like that's a long flight. We're not talking like, and it's a huge time zone difference. That's true. But then again, the the away team playing at home in London would also have right. that. So but, it's like, but that. That all double sided coin. I'm not saying it will be a good or a bad thing, but I don't think it'll make for good football. You don't think so? No, kind of just lazy. Well, that's fine because it means that one of the teams is going to always be at a disadvantage, like a huge disadvantage. I'd say so. I think hopefully that they can mitigate with the advancements of air travel. (laughs) The advancements of air travel, let me tell you. Teleportation, Um, teleportation. Um, in a perfect world, they would just teleport, but. Anywho, moving on from that, other high-scoring games, I'm looking at the Bengals and Titans. I think that that could be a sneaky, high-scoring, really? high-flying action. Yeah, think about it. I'm thinking about it. Just trust me on this one. Rams and Colts, too. I am looking at a high-scoring game. Lots of running, lots of high-flying air rating. I am smash-starting 2-2 Atwell this week against the Colts. And who I knows? You, should, you have to start 2-2 Atwell and Puka, Puka Nakua against the Colts. Week. Yeah, yeah. I think that we could also maybe get a good Cardinals 49ers game just because of I think that in division NFC West like Cardinals are scrappy. I I'm, I'm going to be paying attention to that one. Yeah, That'll they be just good. Beat, they just messed up the Cowboys. Yeah. Jo- Dobbs like looked dismantled so good, the Cowboys. And I felt so like even for like an NFC West team like in division who I'm supposed to hate, I just I thoroughly Loved enjoyed watching that. I can cheer for the Cardinals. They're like yeah. the only other NFC West team <laughs> that I can cheer for. Yeah. See, I wish I could say that about the Bears, but I just there's nothing to cheer for there. Yeah, there's <laughs> really like no hope. Speaking of the Bears, Finn 
I have in my notes another revisiting to our Justin Fields bust radar. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what did I say? Not, no, it's nothing. I just have in my notes. I really, it's something that I really want to keep checking in on. Just okay. like a quick 30 seconds. I think that, especially in my circles in Chicago, they still haven't been saying anything about it just that's yet. That's because they're in denial. They are. I think they're in the denial stage. Everyone so else is saying things. I would say once we start getting Chicago media, which is particularly, particularly be favorite. Like I think they're incredibly hard on the Bears and the NFC North. And I grew up listening to, you know, radio announcers talking. They love Justin Fields. I would love to check in with like my dad or maybe some of my friends and see what the radio is saying. But yeah. for now, within my circles, they're still kind of in denial. I'd yeah. Say. Are they starting him in fantasy? Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, of course they're starting Justin Fields. Never, would you, ever. Would you start Deshaun Watson or Justin Fields hmm. on any given week? Well, I would rather just not. <laughs> just don't participate. <laughs> if I'm in that decision, I've really, really messed up in life <laughs> and in fantasy. Just morally. Oh, man. Whatever. Let's just get into the start. Okay. Let's get in the starts and sets. Let's get in the okay. starts and sets. Play the sound effect. Let's do it. All right. Good Bad More presents this week's fantasy picks. Oh, Deshaun Watson or Justin Fields? Boy, boy, boy. That is a very real question that some people are doing. Uh, For me, it's Deshaun Watson or Jared Goff. I'd start Jared Goff, especially over the Packers on a Thursday night game. No. See, that's where you're wrong. Oh, okay. I can only start Jared Goff if he's at home. Really? He scores 15 points on average in away games, and he scores like 22 on average in home games. Interesting. It's like a really like clear difference. Hmm. And every time I've started him at home, he's been good. But I'm not going to start him in an away game. <laughs> oh, like the man. lines could be good, but he's not going to do well. I think that yeah, they'll probably they'll probably run it away from home. Anyways, let's talk about how we did last week in terms of our starts and sits. Obviously, here at Good News, Bad News, More News Sports, we like to hold ourselves accountable yeah. for what we did. So last week, I said start Tyler Lockett, which was no bueno. He only came up with around five fantasy points, which was sad. Tough. They looked for him a couple times, but it was a DK Metcalf game. Start Mi- start Joe Mixon was a hey kind of start. He was like, uh, what, you get like 13? 13 points. Well, he found the end zone, a couple good rushes. I think he was sitting around 15 points. One of the only like productive players in that game. And Jamar Chase as well. Jamar Chase, can't forget. So I'd put that as, as a good win. Jordan yeah. Addison, soft win, and said DeAndre Swift with a soft L. I definitely Huge L. He only had like 15 points. You don't sit someone with 15 points. That's why I said it was a he soft. He also had L. like 100 yards. Did he have a touchdown? I don't think, right? No, which is exactly he why. He scored 15 points with no touchdowns. That's exactly why. I'm. Ex- that's exactly why I'm correct, because touchdown is the most predictable metric. Yeah. And everyone can. Everyone knows. So you, you got wrong. Okay, okay. The thing that was easiest to predict. Okay. I said sit Brian Robinson, which was a start. A pretty strong win for me. Yeah. Okay. Which was well, good, Finn. Good there. Well, I, I don't know if you remember, but I, d- I came really unprepared, and I didn't really have anyone. Oh, that's okay. Um, I remember saying something about Elijah Moore, which I do every <laughs> week. It's almost like a ritual. It's a ritual. And right? I have another one here uh, this week um, <laughs> saying start Elijah Moore. <laughs> 
Bryson's Bolton. I don't know why. It's because I have him on like every team I have. <laughs> Just please. Yeah. Every single week I say start Elijah Moore. <laughs> and every week, like he either like doesn't do anything or he just like does enough where i don't hey, feel like I think bad that about the, it the browns passing attack is kind of the ball starting to roll no i'm actually excited about elijah moore this year me too i like amari cooper oh like Shh. amari cooper definitely Shh. don't tell anybody definitely amari don't cooper tell anybody. but people know that elijah moore I don't think elijah moore that. is low in rankings and he's been getting like past few games he had nine targets each game you know who else has nine targets each game Michael Thomas. Uh, I think people are higher on Michael Thomas right now than they are on Elijah Moore. Yeah. Even though they're doing the same thing. It's so funny because it's like that. This is my new argument because Elijah Moore is a way higher ceiling, in my opinion. I 100% agree with you, but I think that I've been doing a lot of trade talks. I've been kind of shopping around Mm -hmm. and. Everyone's always like, ooh, but they're getting this much target share and you don't have that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, guess what? Michael Thomas is sitting on my bench. He's been getting 10 targets a game. You don't see me starting him. Yeah. I'm tough. telling you. It's it's kind of tough, but it's also... It's the type of targets he's getting. It's a good reminder just that the numbers don't always... I think you can get... Most a, of the time, targets most of the, are You can get good. a little specific, but most of the time, targets are pretty good. But sometimes, if you want that little edge, you kind of kind of look a little bit further. Target share. Target share is a, is a big, big one. one. And that's why you have us. I think that this is this is a, a prime a prime reasoning for why you should trust fantasy nerds. Definitely. To help you with your league. Uh, let's see here. Ben, do you have any starts and sits? Do you want to start us off? Because yeah, I yeah, I have a bunch this week. To I have make a bunch up this for... week too. I think we can just kind of rattle them off. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, well, I gave you my first one, which was Elijah Moore versus Baltimore. Um, I think that it seems like this offense is on an upward trajectory. Oh, 100 percent. And the defense is good enough that the offense doesn't have to be amazing because the defense is going to turn over the ball, going to get stops. Um, so they'll get the ball a lot, and it's just once they figure things out. Um, I think you can be excited about Elijah Moore, yeah. Jerome Ford, um, Kareem Hunt to an extent. Definitely Amari Cooper. <laughs> Definitely Amari Cooper. I'm loving Definitely it. Definitely Amari Cooper. I'm loving it. Uh, David Njoku is kind of, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, jury's still out. Uh, I wish it was better for David Njoku right now. But, it never gets better for David Njoku. Um, so, yeah, Elijah Moore was one. Uh, 2-2 Outwell. Yeah. Uh, I think if you have him, he hasn't given you any reason to sit him. Uh, Cooper Cup isn't back. He's a focal point of the offense. Yeah. I think that we kind of saw the Rams' uh, floor, I would say, was last week. And yeah. he still had an okay game. He almost had two touchdowns, Just based way. on volume. Puka yeah. almost had a touchdown, too. Both touchdowns were called due to some questionable refereeing i'd say yeah. but regardless i think that uh, the rams floor is a good way to put that game so yeah some solid some solid solid production even in games where the rams don't do good you know matt stafford is going to throw to the same people over and over and over and over again and it's so it's not going to matter for fantasy yeah um so yeah two two out well roll them out there of course you're starting puka um didn't do it an- they didn't do anything in that last game to mean that you wouldn't start him um okay I think that I think that uh, you might be a little disappointed with how the game turned out, but, but I think that just kind of how it goes. Their performances reflected the offense as a whole, so it wasn't a 
a player thing. It was the offense. Yeah. Um, Matthew Stafford sacked six times, by yeah, the way. Just brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, they were also missing some of their linemen, offensive linemen. Yes. Um, Javante Williams, I think, is a start this week for me. Against the Bears. Against the Bears. Yeah. If he's going to have a good week, this is the team it's going to be against. <laughs> Please, Javante Williams. Rashad White had a great game against the Bears. Yeah. Uh, seems like every running back. Whenever they're playing the Bears, you just play them. Isaiah and you Pacheco, don't think about it. Case in point. If they're playing the Bears, you start them as a, like and that's just you don't you don't think about it. Yeah. You're just like, are they playing the Bears? Yes. Start, start them. Start them. And not even just running backs. I feel like most kind of most, like most players. Most positions, yeah. And so yeah, Javante Williams, fire him up. Uh and I, I guess that also extends a little bit more to the Broncos pass catchers. Uh, Cortland Sutton had a good game, but I also would be worried that that is maybe more of a function of them being down, <laughs> down by 50. And so they just <laughs> needed to throw it deep. And Cortland Sutton, if he does one thing really well, he catches deep balls. Yes, he does. Um, and so I don't think that is sustainable for them. I think Judy could have a good game. Uh, maybe Marvin Mims, uh, who is very talented and needs to be involved more for them to be good. Definitely. Uh, and then my last start is Adam Thielen Ooh, uh, versus Minnesota. He's had a, two really good weeks in a row. Uh, and he's, from all the games I've watched of the Panthers, he seems like the only guy who's like consistently like getting open and getting separation. Yeah, I'd say um, so. And he's reliable. Uh, seems to have a good rapport with Mr. Dalton. With Dalton. If Dalton is playing and Bryce isn't playing, you're definitely playing Thielen. Yeah. And if, okay. even if Bryce is playing, like I would still play Thielen. Okay. I'm going to have to see how that one checks out. But I like the play. It's kind of gutsy, but it's got some stats to back it up. Just I just think to... that, yeah, like he hasn't – like he's been good. He's been like a top 10 wide receiver so far this year. Let me, let, me check the, let me check the numbers on that real quick. Adam Thielen, he had a pretty good game last week. Thankfully, I wasn't playing against him. Okay, last week he scored 26 points. Wow. 11 yeah. receptions for 150, 145 yards and a touchdown. Wow. That's another thing. If you're playing against the Seahawks, if like the, one of your players is against the Seahawks and they're like a wide receiver, like the, if, especially if they're the number one wide receiver, some, the Seahawks just seem to like not be able to cover them. Yeah. Um, and that might get better once Tariq Woolen comes back because he's been hurt. Um, and we get Jamal Adams. But... Until then, like, you're just start any good wide receiver, receiver against, against the Seahawks. Them. Yeah. Because they just can't stop them. All right. Getting into my starts. One of my starts of the week, I'd say CJ Stroud over the Steelers. I love that. I'd be starting CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud is for real. I, I love it. I'm so happy to see it. It makes me smile. Big, big smiles. See, they, I think they have the recipe right in Houston. Yeah. Because CJ Stroud. They're cooking. He has, like, four bona fide three at least at least three bona fide like pass catchers to pass to tank dell brandon Nico collins, collins, and, Nico collins. Nico. and you know john mechie isn't a scrub and dalton schultz and dalton schultz <laughs> Don't forget they've about done him. they've done their job with surrounding him with talent uh they have he has a good running back their line kind of sucks but you know he's talented, and they've done a good job of like setting him up for success, and he's showing us what he can do. Yeah, he's 
getting into comfortable spots. The Texans is building around him, and I love it. I love to see it. He's going to give you 300 be, yards and two touchdowns. I would be starting him over people like Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, and Dak Prescott. So I'm just saying, if I he's agree. still on your bench, then pick him. If he's still on, in the waivers, pick him up and start him, honestly. Speaking of a streaming, I'd say start Luke Musgrave again. A Thursday start. I'm so excited. What would you consider the threshold for, like, a tight end succeeding as, like, a start? Seven points or more. That's, like, legitimately seven points is probably, like, my benchmark. Like, I think that Luke Musgrave, he's got the target share, playing against the 30th-ranked tight end defense in the Lions. just seem to light up against the Lions. They seem to find it, especially in the red zone as well. Yeah. Just the big bodies tend to get lost a little bit yeah. in, the, in the red zone, especially. Might be the linebackers. Yeah, I think the linebackers is. I mean, Jack Campbell's a, a rookie, starting to get warm, and, and Alexander Lowy kind of is on the in the twilight maybe of his they're career. Just not really like coverage, like good for coverage or linebackers. Maybe. Um. Anywho, but Luke Musgrave, I would love to see him perform. I mean, even if against the Lions, I think that he has a really great shot. At doing so and kind of breaking out. Also, one of the only tight ends in this league that has a legitimate deep threat. So, true. Something that I love it. If true. you pick him up and start him again, if you need a streamer, start Zach Moss again. Dude. Um, what an explosion what game. What more do you need from Zach? He's just. You got the target. There's so many Zach haters, but he's doing everything. Yeah. He's doing, like, he's efficient. He's carrying the ball 30 times. He's catching, I, like, six passes. Ca- did you see he kicked a field goal, too? And he held the ball as well? <laughs> he placed the ball, set it up, and then and he was it. the long snapper. And he was the long <laughs> He snapped it to himself yeah. and kicked the field goal. Zach insane. Moss is unstoppable. He's unstoppable. Yeah, finished around 20 two points. Two sacks, two <laughs> touchdowns. An interception, a one-point safety, too. Yeah, two-point conversion. He exploded last week. He's He had a huge role in the Colts' upset win last week against the Ravens. I mean, uh, Anthony Richardson may or may not be coming back, but even so, with a limited run game, I think that the Colts would be smart to not run him as much. I think that you can lean on Zach Moss once again. And then also, start Javante Williams, too, yep. against the Bears. Maybe this it's is just, just an me. obvious one, I think. This is me, a Javante Williams owner, in denial. No, and I like... I want this is him. the week. I want it to. I want it so bad. This is the week. I'm primed and ready to go. This is going to be a really interesting week. I'm so sorry. And yeah. bonus smash star Tutu Owl because I love him. And then I'll just. So we we lined up a little bit on these. I week. think so. Maybe we can see how we do on our sits. I say, sit Alvin Kamara, and you might be tempted mm. to play him his first week back. But I will tell you, that's not a great idea, especially with a relatively stingy running defense. Where they are playing. Oh man, I totally botched this. I always mess up and I say something. They are playing the Bucks. A stingy run defense in the Bucks. I'm so silly. I forgot that. Um anyways, playing a stingy run defense against the Bucks. Didn't look like it against the Eagles. Yeah, but that's also the best offensive line in the game. But yeah. still relatively stingy. And I feel like it's still kind of a committee there in New Orleans. Plus Jameis will not be good in terms of the pass game. Sit. Jameer Gibbs against the Packers, and I think it's time that we kind of let Gibbs rest for a little bit and let him sit on your bench until he explodes. Green Bay has a weak rushing defense, I'd say, but David Montgomery coming back does not bode well for Gibbs, who had a pretty weak performance as the RB1. For now, he's slated to start David Montgomery, and if he does, Gibbs is an immediate sit. Speaking of which, sit Aaron Jones as well. Get ready for this one. Lions! Showing the run defenses is proved. Ranked number five. 
and run defense. I think we, Seahawks are really high on the run defense too. I mean, I mean, come on, we love to see it. I'm yeah. loving it, but they have staunchly stopped the run against Atlanta, putting constant pressure on them. They know how to plan around it. And Aaron Jones is not as good as Bijan Robinson, believe it or not. And I think that the injury coming off as well just doesn't really bode well. I mean, he might find the end zone, but like I made a joke about touchdowns being the most predictable. They're not. I think the only reason where we, the only way that I could see Aaron Jones help, having relative success is if he finds the the receptions or the end zone. But yeah. and then that's finally, been, that's been the path to success for Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, has yeah, the career, passing game, his entire career. We're just gonna have to see if the linebackers take a step up. And then and finally, finally, sit Calvin Ridley. Atlanta is surprisingly good against the receiver coverage and coming off of a down week. I don't see this change. Terrell. Hmm? AJ, Terrell. AJ Terrell, seriously. I don't see this changing as well. And speaking of which, following this logic, uh, also maybe sit Jewish Pickens as well against the Texans. I don't see him having a big explosion performance. These are all guys that are flex plays, wide receiver two plays. I'd be looking to swap George Pickens, Calvin Ridley, Aaron Jones, Jameer Gibbs, and Alvin Kamara out for someone a little bit better on your bench. Mm-hmm. Finn? I got a few here. Uh, I have number one. The Cleveland running backs, I don't think you should start them against Baltimore if you have the choice. Mm -hmm. The only one I would consider is Jerome Ford. I'm starting Jerome Ford because he's my RB2. Uh, It's him or Rashad White, and they're kind of in similar situations this week. Um, And it's a tough matchup against against the Ravens. Yeah. Um, But Jerome Ford uh, could have had a bad week last week. and he scored two touchdowns, and that saved his week. Right. Uh, and it wasn't just like he got two touchdowns just because, like, right place, right time. Like, he had a crazy, like, leaping, like, for the pylon touchdown. Like, they he, trusted him he to get it. He contorted. it. He got in there. Yeah, so they trusted him to get it. And uh, going forward, I think he's still solid. He'll be, like, an RB2. Um, but... I don't think he's going to have a huge week this week. I think he'll probably regress to probably more where we'd expect. I'd say, like, high side would probably be, like, 12 points. But I'm expecting probably more like 8. Okay. Um, And then Kareem Hunt, I don't think you should start at all. Uh, <laughs> Never, ever. Just, just like, uh, he's not going to have a bigger role than Ford, at least at this point. Um he didn't show that he deserved a bigger role than Ford. Like, I don't see, I wouldn't see Kareem Hunt doing what Ford did, like diving for the pylon like that. No. Like, so he might just run straight in and score. And yeah. If it's open. If but, it's, <laughs> it's, but that's the thing. If there's, nobody blo- if there's nobody blocking him, then he might run in and find the end zone. That's the thing is it's Baltimore. And <laughs> yeah. so, like, we'll see. It's going to be gritty. Uh, I think it will be low scoring. It's always, uh, it's always like that against the, against the Browns. My next one is Derrick Henry. <sighs> Versus Hello. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Hello. Cincinnati just locked up the Rams. Uh, just a real a good defense. Cincinnati this year, good defense. Yeah, and that's what's kept them in games. And yeah, one of the one of the brighter points. Um, the, uh, the and Derrick Henry has not looked good uh, this past week, um, and he hasn't looked like his old self in general. Yeah, I dare I say. say he looked sad? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he was crying. Derrick Henry was sad. Was he actually crying? Yeah. He was sitting on the sidelines and he had a box of tissues and he was <laughs> sneezing. He was, he was sniffling. He was so sad. He's sneezing. He was turf toe. 
Oh, turf toe. And he was like, oh, I'm so sad, my turf toe. All right, well, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> uh, that didn't happen, by the way. Uh, my next one is James Conner <laughs> against the The Niners. 49ers, yeah. I think that there probably will be a Cardinal who has a good week. Uh, <laughs> will it be James Conner? Probably not. Probably, probably not. Probably not James Conner. Uh, Eno Benjamin doesn't exist anymore, I guess. Who? I you remember Eno Benjamin last year? Oh, no. He got he got sucked into uh, the void. The void. He's gone. Right. Completely dissipated. Right. When they're testing, like, the teleportation device for the <laughs> London games. Exactly. Yeah. Eno Benjamin was the first. <laughs> they I'm sold his rights. I'm just going to keep, keep going. Keep going. Uh, Zach Ertz, <laughs> also another Cardinal that I wouldn't start. His snap count has been dwindling a lot. It's been meandering. It's been not even meandering. It's been, like, <laughs> It's been like also into the teleportation. Yeah, just like he w- he went from like ninety to seventy to like now he's like he's probably gonna be under like forty this week. Wow. Uh, okay. So Trey McBride maybe on the up. Oh, something to look at. Oh, on the up and up later later in the in the year. But Zach Ertz, yeah, like he had some big target volume starting okay. out, but not looking good uh, moving forward. He's old. He's thirty three. Okay. Is that it? Uh, that's what I had, yeah. All right. We have about five or ten minutes or so. I think it's time to bring back a good news, bad news, more news classic. It's time to bring back the, the dropping, dropping block. block. <laughs> the dropping block. <laughs> wow. You made that, didn't you? I did make yeah, that all by myself. That's why the audio is so... That's why it sounds so good. Bad. That's why it sounds so good. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Audio Man. Let's see you do it. Come on. I will. Yeah, you made like all of our <laughs> other sound effects that sound really good. Um, all right, you already know the drill. These are some people that have kind of been on the hot seat recently on rosters, underperforming. I've got quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers. Finn, are you ready for the dropping block? I'm so ready. First on the block, we got Joe Burrow. I'm not dropping Joe Burrow. Not dropping no. Joe Burrow? Really? No, no. After some of these pitiful performances in a re-aggravated calf? I would look at uh I would look at finding someone on the waivers. Um and I would hope that he goes out so that you can stash him in your IR. But I would just hate to see Joe Burrow on a team like after I dropped them. After I dropped him, and then like they win the chip because the Bengals turn it around okay. and they have a lot of talent, and then they start to use it, and then like he scores like thirty points each week in the championship, and so like that's like within the range of outcomes, and you can't drop someone like that All with, right. with that high end outcome. So you're saving Joe Burrow. Yeah, saving Joe Burrow. All right. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence next on the dropping block. Um. Pretty pitiful performance these last couple of yeah, weeks, honestly. Just, but also, I don't know. He hasn't been running at all. His pass game has kind of been get getting. CJ Stroud, maybe. Let's I would just think say, about it. like, let's say you've got guys like Brock Purdy, CJ Stroud, maybe even a Deshaun Watson on the. If Deshaun Watson's there, I'd get Deshaun Watson. I mean, if I were. In a league, perhaps I would be dropping Trevor Lawrence. Honestly, How, what 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 has he scored the past couple weeks? I will pull up his numbers right now. I can tell you that he hasn't been started. I don't think he's starting currently, right now. Trevor Lawrence 
Currently projected 16.5, scored 15, 8, and 18 in the last three weeks, respectively. See, like, no, it's bad, but it's not horrible. And I don't know if that... Even Brock, if, Brock Purdy scored two touchdowns consistently. He's outscored Trevor Lawrence six and eight points pretty consistently every week. Well, if you can get Brock Purdy, sure. But I think a lot of people are kind of wise to Brock Purdy now. He's on a lot of teams. Okay. So if you can get Brock Purdy, if you can get... Um, I don't know. CJ Stroud, uh, Jordan Love, who's probably not still available. Yeah. I would think about those guys, but not really anyone else, I don't okay. think. All right. Finally, last quarterback on. It's going to be Daniel Jones. The dropping block. And it's not Daniel Jones. It's actually Dak. a Mr. Dak Prescott. Yeah. Yeah. 6, 22, and 15. Kind of, kind of boom busty. I, yeah, averaging 13 points. Him. He's projected 14 this week against I'm not New dropping England. him. You are really keeping Dak Prescott. Yeah. I'm Because there's not a lot of, like, I don't know. The QB situation isn't, like, great, like, on the waivers. I don't know. Eh, like, I, it's kind of the same. Like, if, if one of those guys is out there. But I don't want him to, I don't want to drop someone who's, like, that talented and then, like, especially in, like, a high-powered offense and then... And even, like, the game where he had eight points or whatever was a game where they won by 40. Right. And that he just didn't need to throw. Okay. Like, I, I don't know. I don't think Dak is, like, um, I, it's just maybe pick someone up, but I don't know. Okay. I don't think you should drop him. That's fine. That's fine. Next on the dropping block, moving into the running backs now. Jamal Williams recently placed on injury reserve. Alvin Kamara coming back and rookie. Ooh, what's his name? What's his name? Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller coming back. Jamal Williams now out for guaranteed next three weeks. Are you dropping him? If I have a spot on my IR, I'm not dropping him. Okay. Let's say there's no IR spot, as most leagues don't yeah, usually have IR. Drop him. Okay. Jamal Williams. Most is... leagues have one IR. Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. I'm a little bit out of touch with the average average. Yeah, you got setting. you're in a weird like. I'm in a weird league. Yeah, but I think the Chapman one is closer to average. Pretty than, standard, yeah. Than yours. All right, all right. Next, we got Javante Williams. Why would I drop him? Why would you drop him? I don't know. I mean, he's getting he's scoring more than all the other running backs that are on the waivers, except Devon Chain. And you're dropping most of your fab. Matt Breida's scored more than, but Matt Breida shouldn't be available either. All right, all right. Najee Harris, what do you think? Um, I think it's similar. Like, I don't know. I if you if there's someone available on your waivers who like legitimately is, I just don't believe that Najee is like the worst player on your team. Like, you can find someone else to drop. I mean, he kind of is in a lot of on a lot of teams. He is kind of the worst player. I mean, you're looking at four points week one. 4.8 points week two, and then against the Raiders, he had almost 20 carries for six points yeah. and no receptions. Yeah. He is so bad. And Jalen Warren has looked better than him. And Jalen the Truth Warren. Jalen the Truth Warren, and the Steelers' offense isn't good. Uh, <laughs> but the running back position is fucked right now. It is fucked, but like – and. Four points is better than zero. If you can get Devon A-Chain, and that would mean yeah, dropping Najee Devon Harris, A-Chain. I would be dropping him in a heartbeat for Javon, Devon A-Chain. Yeah, Are you but kidding Devon me? A-Chain, 
just scored 50 points. I'm just saying, like, if, if push comes to shove, I don't know Najee Harris. any guys, like, after Devon A-Chain is what I'm saying. Like, would you rather have Elijah Mitchell or, or Najee Harris? I mean, I guess. That's like, that's, like, the scenario that I would be in in, like, my league if I had Najee Harris. Because Elijah Mitchell is available. And it seems like most of these people are like, I guess you might as well keep him. You know, there's no one better right now. Elijah Mitchell would be better if CMC got hurt. That's true. But Najee Harris is in the best situation possible, you know, for him at least. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that, like, it's not, you can't look at it in a vacuum. It's like who's available as well. Okay. All right. Moving on to the wide receivers. I actually got four. First up is Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Drop him. Drop him immediately. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Nothing else? No. No? Okay. Next. It's Rasheed Rice, Sky Moore, and Travis Kelsey. Like, I don't, I wouldn't like think about Kadarius Tony. Moving on. He hasn't shown that he can be trusted on like a team. This one might be a little painful. Jackson Smith, Najiba. Would you drop him? That one's hard. Uh, I think he will be better down the line. If you can't, if you don't have the roster space, like you can drop him. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you need. I don't know. If there's someone on waivers, like a wide receiver or running back, that you need to prioritize. The wide receivers are a little bit easier to decide here. Yeah, definitely. So he hasn't, like, he's Ooh, not, he's not going to suddenly, like, go big. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's not the way this offense works. I think if I had Jackson Smith and Jib, I would be dropping him, honestly. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Drake London. Uh, Do you drop? No, you drop Drake. London. I wouldn't. I wouldn't drop Drake London. I like. I just don't think you can. Uh, and I'm in that situation right now. Uh, and it's kind of tough because you know, you get a goose egg week one, then you get 15, then you get four. Yeah. Um. Good memory. And yeah, I have him on my team. <laughs> I, I know, know. I know those numbers all too well. And. If you drop him, he's going to put up 15 the next week. Yeah. So, you know, buys are going to start to come up, and Drake London could win you a week, and you don't you don't expect it. Okay. He's, he's one of the only players that, like, only wide receivers that we're, like, talking about that could give you 20. You know, he's really talented, and he's, like, the only one who gets passes yeah. in that offense. And so, uh, you know. Maybe Arthur Smith gets fired, and then you're really happy that you have. <laughs> and you're really Drake happy that you have Drake Hunter. All right, final one, Jahan Dotson. Drop him. Drop him immediately. I mean, look at who's available, but it's not looking good All for right. Jahan Dotson. Moving forward, I'll just throw in an extra one. I mean, Drake London has shown that he can score 15 points. Okay. Right, like he can. He gets touchdowns. Like who else is going to catch touchdown passes aside from? The running backs. All right, that's valid. That's valid. But All right, move, moving forward. John Dotson. I have one. I also maybe have one more. Okay. Joshua Kelly. Drop. Drop him immediately? Yeah. Okay. I, that one just kind of popped into the back of my mind. I mean, I feel like there's already been a lot of discussion around him in fantasy circles, but if you're hearing it, if you're hearing it first from us, drop him. Drop him. And then finally, to wrap up our episode, just because it wouldn't be a GBM season four episode without... Our waiver ad of the week. <laughs> waiver ad. It's it, Devon A. Chain. Devon A. Chain. <laughs> Obviously. That piggy bank. That piggy break bank. It. Break it. It's open. Break it. Jerome Ford now. Jerome Ford is gone. Someone else took him. Now it's Devon A. Chain time. You missed out, and you still have the fab that you missed out with uh, with uh, Jerome Ford. Devon A. Chain is available. 
break the bank. This is a shiny little this is, A-chain. This is probably going to be one of the last running backs. He's in a really good offense. Yeah. Like, the touchdown upside is there. He's talented. This is his first real shot in the NFL. Yeah. And he scored 50 fucking fantasy points. <laughs> like, he, what else do he scored you need? four touchdowns. He'll score like more than... Yards. He scored like, more than Joshua Kelly will all year. He scored more than Joshua Kelly... He scored more than Joshua Kelly will in his career. Oh, He'll play another season or two. Come on. In fantasy? <laughs> yes. I don't know. Like, I'm just, I, like, Damn. he has, he did everything that, and he went above and beyond in his first start. And if I was the Dolphins, I would be giving him the fucking ball. And so. That's crazy. Just fucking, like, there's not, on the waiver wire, like, some people hang on. I'm like a firm believer that Fab doesn't win you games. Right, if you have a fab league where well, you fantasy points actually win you games, right or not? So having a hundred fab like going into like week ten, that's not going to win you your league. What's going to win you your league is fucking betting and winning players. Break the bank, baby, and, and getting players that are going to make a change. Finn and you're justifying gonna, his hundred one. No, it's like this is the way I this yeah. is the way I approach fantasy. Well, I would say. <laughs> like, like you're. And you can tr- in most leagues you can trade for Fab after. Yeah, it's true. And so I just think that like now is a good time to spend a hundred. I think is, it's is the, another Devon A chain isn't going to come around later. No, they you don't. Know? Devon A chains just don't follow the sky. You know. So so bet as much as you think you need to bet to get this player. Yeah. Because you're, it'll probably be years until you have another like waiver wire pickup that scores fifty points. Yeah, that's good. But that's a good message to leave that on. So yeah. That's my that's my message. That's a good message, actually. And with that, Fab, Fab doesn't score points. Quote that. <laughs> Fab doesn't score points. Fab quote, doesn't win you games. Quote that, Finn Murdoch. And with that, that wraps up our third episode of season four. Good news, bad news, more news, sports. Getting into the fantasy football again this week. Turn on your TVs, gather around, grab some loved ones, and enjoy some football, ladies and gentlemen. Week four. I am so ready. Are you ready? I'm so ready. And, of course, stay tuned for nothing because we are the last show. Goodbye. So goodbye. Enjoy.